For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Ryan Roberts. Today we're moving on to the next position group, which is the wide receivers for the 2023 class. If you missed the week of coverage that we did for the running backs, that we did for the quarterbacks, go back and check that stuff out because there is a lot of great insight for uh, a talented crop of players for both groups. I don't know if the same could be said though, Ryan, for the receivers, and we're going to end up highlighting all of them. Might actually be the first time that we have a, have a down year for the receiver group. It's it's not, which sounds crazy because there's some, some good players, but based on the precedent that has been set by the last few draft classes, this is considered to be a down year. Yeah, I mean, I, I put it on Twitter. I think like a month ago that I thought that it was a average wide receiver group, right? Like, I mean, it's not bad by any met- metric, but I wasn't. I haven't been enthralled with anybody so far. I mean, like there's some guys I like, obviously a couple that I do like today. I mean, to, to certain degrees. So it's, it's going to be a weird one. Cause I, I mean, part of me is like, am I overanalyzing the level of them because the last two classes have been historic or had, or is this just, I'm sorry the two of the previous three years have been historic. And then last year's was also very good with Garrett Wilson and that group. But I feel like I'm maybe overanalyzing slightly, but I don't know. I put it on Twitter and I had a lot of fight back. People were like, oh no, dude, they got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I'm like, are any of those guys like top 15 caliber players though? Like, are they top 20? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm missing it a little bit with this wide receiver group early, just a little bit. So the two guys that were due today, Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State and Kayshawn, are we saying it's Butte? I think it's Butte. You're the producer. You're supposed to look it up before. I, I, Here, well, I didn't. You, you, you do your ad read and I'll, I'll listen to oh, it. I wasn't going to do the ad read just yet. All I was going to say is that this receiver group feels like, before we get into talking about this guys, those guys, it feels like it's a lot of names and not really a lot of like elite athletes. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, there's nobody that's that shines amongst the group, it feels like. I, th- I think we have one very good athlete that we're going to talk Josh about Josh Downs? Today. Oh, today. Gonna, okay. Yeah, like, I, I think Butte is a really good athlete. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we'll get more into it, but yeah, right. I see, I see explosiveness there. I do. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean, there's a bunch of smaller guys that are going to be good athletes. You just mentioned Josh Downs, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about uh, guys, you know, of his mold that are a little bit of smaller players. But I mean, uh, there's some guys to like, man. There really is. I mean, like, I, I, I thought I had a really good. Surprise watching A.T. Perry from Wake Forest. You mentioned Josh Downs is a really good athlete. I think guys like Zay Flowers are going to test really well. Quinton Johnson might be a height, weight, speed type of dude, even though I don't see quite that speed on film. But 
yeah, today, I mean, I, I think we're – is this going to be a hot take episode, Joe? Because I feel like we're about to push back on a lot – I think we're about to push back on a lot of the narratives that are out there right shouldn't, now. It shouldn't be a hot take episode, but as as you know, if you say something that's against the grain, you, you're speaking negatively and you're incorrect and, and all that good stuff. Right, right. I mean – yeah, I, I look forward to our specifically our Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba um, segment of this episode. Okay. I, I have a lot of thoughts, man. A lot of thoughts. Before we get to those thoughts, though, I just want to tell you folks about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas and casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Ryan, as you said, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the Ohio statewide receiver, talking about him first. Some of the things that stood out to me, and I'm I'm sure you agree on on these sentiments. I I flipped them on on Saturday morning, pretty early when I was I was just kind of looking for something to do, and I don't know what I was expecting fully, but I, I sent you after watching 15 minutes of him a flurry of text messages, trying to figure out what is his best trait, and I, I watched right. him, uh, the rest of that game, and I watched a little bit more of him. And I, I made a little bit more sense after you kind of texted me about this, but I, I saw a guy that was n- not particularly fast, was a was a decent athlete, but not an elite one. Uh, you know, he's fine. He gets the job done as an athlete. I saw a guy that didn't necessarily create a whole lot of separation for himself on his routes because of his quickness. Um, I saw a guy that had decent hands, but not elite hands. But the one thing that you pointed out to me about Smith and Jigba is his route running and his vision and his awareness. That is what made him so good. That's part of the reason why we saw him have a 300-yard game against Utah and why he's in this conversation is because of that awareness, that vision that he provides after the catch and then also in his route running. Yeah, he's cra- he's a crafty player is how I would phrase him, right? I, I remember because Corey Kennan is a big Ohio State fan, so I remember I actually watched him during the season a little bit and I was like, I texted him and I was just like, hey, is is – JSN, he's he's not very fast, is he? And he's like, eh, he's he's all right. And I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of thought like four five five guy, maybe four yeah. six flat guy. Like, he's not. I, I don't see. I don't see juice. I think he's very smooth. I think quickness is sufficient, but I think he is a really crafty route runner. So I have a good comp for him. I I texted Corey that time actually. So I've had this one on on docket for a few months here. He reminds me of Keenan Allen, and. Oh, I like that. I, That's a good comp for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Keenan Allen was, I mean, he ran slow coming out of Cal, but like just really crafty, consistent. And he, he I mean, he's a pure slot, Keenan Allen is. And I think JSN's a pure slot. I mean, that's all he does for Ohio State. And apparently he's just going to stick in the slot this year. So he's not going to be a guy that's going to line up all around the formation, in my opinion. Like, I don't think he's fast enough to be a pure boundary type of dude. I don't think he's a guy that is going to be quick twitch enough to play fully into the field if you're playing more like a Z Rye receiver role. But like in the slot, I think he understands how to navigate space. I think he understands how to attack leverage. I think he's a crafty route runner. So I think he could be good in that regard. 
I just I don't see special. I don't see special. I'll say this, and I've heard people already say this that he's the best of the Ohio State receivers that were on the team last year. I he was the third best guy. That not. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We can have a good debate here, Joe. Because I you thought he was better than Olave. Yeah, I do think he's better than Olave. I I like. I think that he. For the role that he's going to play, I like him better than Olave. Yeah, I do. Because I, I think that he's going to be a really good slot receiver at the next level. I mean, we've talked about Olave, man. I think he could be a pretty good Z, but I don't think I think he's just going to be a secondary option. I could see an offense in the NFL running through Jackson Smith and Jigba out of the slot, a little more of an untraditional type of look. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do prefer him a little bit to Olave, but he's definitely not Garrett Wilson to me. Not even close, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agreed though with the, the sentiment that he's he's not special. Like he's not. I, I didn't see like pure dominance for a guy that put up the numbers that he did. On the tape doesn't really back it up. I wanted to watch the Utah game, uh, but we didn't have all twenty two of that, and it's kind of re- redundant to try and, or not redundant is not the right word. It's it's a lost cause to try and watch broadcast footage with, with receivers. Yeah, but I was expecting like him to be unguardable and like all this stuff because of the stat lines that he was putting up in these games. Like he would have like nine for a hundred in, in some of these performances. But a lot of the times he was getting open because of like scheme. Like they it were was scheming him open. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was one play in particular against Purdue that caught like, it, I feel fits that narrative where they were in a bunch set and the two other receivers that were in the bunch set, I think it was Olave and Wilson. Um, the route combination that they ran allowed for him to get wide open up the sideline for a touchdown. And Smith and Jacob didn't do anything to get open. It was just a really well schemed play. And I, I think that, the, I mean, that's great. There's value to that. And he's able to make those plays. But like, if you have to do that for a guy to score a touchdown, I just don't know how, how truly dominant he's going to be. And you do need a level of dominance to be a good NFL receiver. I, th- I think we've seen him, I, at least I've seen him in a couple mock dress where he's going top 10 and like, man, that's way too much for me. Like if you were telling me 20 to 32, like somewhere late first round, I'd be like, yeah, I get that, man. Like he's a good, he's a really good slot possession type receiver. Like I, I like him for that role. And he does have a little bit of after catch. I don't want to completely undersell him as a, just a possession guy. I think he does have really good field vision. So I think he can create some things after the catch, but I don't see special. I just really don't. It's... It's just one of those tough things where, like, he's just a good football player all the way around, but I think people are going to try to make him into an elite football player. I mean, there is a reason he was getting so many touches. It's the fact that, like, teams are like, yeah, we got to stop Garrett Wilson. We got to stop Chris Olave. And the Utah game will be an interesting one because I obviously, like you kind of said, I have not seen that one all on 22 yet. And that is a game where Olave and Wilson were both not available to them, right? So, We'll see what that looks like. I just, I was missing it a little bit mm-hmm. with Jackson Smith and Jake. I think he's a good football player. I don't think he's an elite player at all. So that, that the other thing too, before we transition to Butte, you said that he's a possession receiver, which is the correct way to describe him because he's not like a twitchy athlete. But I, I didn't think his hands were that great for someone we're going to describe as a as a possession receiver because there were some some plays where I, I thought he. He double caught the ball. There was one play I remember. And then he also dropped the pass that I thought if he properly contorted his body, he could have made that made it made that catch. It wasn't an unreasonably bad throw where it was on on Stroud. I, I just I'm I wasn't really seeing it with the hands there for him. I, I, I thought I thought the hands were solid. I think the one thing that's interesting is the fact that like 
I think the one answer is he's not, and this is why I think he's a pure slot guy. I don't think that he's a, a contested catch type of dude, right? Like he, he doesn't do that type of regard to him. He is a, I'm separating with route running. I'm catching the football in stride. And then I'm going to try to work after the catch. Like that's what he is. Right. So that's why I think he's Keenan Allen. Like he's not a big body possession guy. He's a six foot, 195 pound slot receiver. And I mean, I, I think that role can work for him, but Again, I think that we just need to temper expectations a little bit. People are just looking at the production and they're like, "Oh, he's better than Garrett Wilson." It's like, mm-hmm. eh, I, I don't, see, I just don't see that. I don't at all. So you're saying that Keishon Butte is is a good athlete, though. I, mm-hmm. I saw a good athlete. I saw a smooth route runner. Um, I, I saw a, a very casual route runner at times. But when you're talking about him as an athlete, what what is? Because I don't, he doesn't feel like a four four guy in terms of speed necessarily maybe i missed it do you think he's that yeah. fast he's i think faster he, than smith and jake though i think i think he might be four four something dude i i think the one thing that made me think really good athlete was i thought he was really explosive right like every time i thought he put a foot in the ground with that's coming out of a route stem or that's just coming off the line of scrimmage i thought he was really explosive and i thought he got on top of dudes really fast the, the tough part about him is i think lsu's quarterback max johnson who's now at texas a&m He's just he's not a deep ball thrower, right? So I mean, everything I felt like for Butte was, and I did just look it up by the way. It is Keyshawn Butte, so you okay. were correct on that one. So he's uh, he's a short intermediate separator because he is just explosive, man. Like he sticks his foot in the ground, he gets out of breaks, and he is, and he's really springy athlete too. I mentioned I had good comps for both guys. I think he reminds me of DJ Moore. Um, DJ Moore ran like four four something come out of Maryland, yeah. but I wouldn't necessarily call him a deep separator. He was just more explosive and springy like that was where he was right and he could get on top of dudes but then he was like one of those dudes he would get on top of you and then he would stick his foot in the ground just hit like a a quick comeback route and it would just be wide open because he's just so explosive in and out of breaks so that's what i see with butte i i again this kid's not jamar chase like he's not justin jefferson he's not one of those dudes but he is good i actually prefer him to jackson smith and jigba really after watching him yeah i i think i do because i just i see a I see a higher caliber athlete. I think he's a first-round type wide receiver. I do. He's explosive. I, I agree that I saw a better athlete compared to the two of them. The the one thing that kind of trips me up a little bit on on him, and, and part of it was because Max Johnson was just not throwing him the freaking football. Um, I, I feel like, again, talking about the lack of dominance from Smith and Jigba, there were times where I thought there was also that lack of dominance from Butte. The UCLA game that I watched, which he had a really good stat line, he had a really good stat line because he had a really long touchdown reception. And the only reason why he had a really long touchdown reception is because the defender who was covering covering him ran into a ref. That was the only reason why he had 148 yards. That I game. saw that. That was like a slant, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching. And I'm like, wait, how did he get so open? I'm like, he didn't really do anything. And I kept going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Hey, man, that's that's craftiness, man. Using the ref to your advantage. But but my point is, <laughs> but my point is, is like I, I just I couldn't really buy in on that sense. Um, I, I do agree, though. He's a better athlete. I, I think that that is something that's noticeable. I just I don't know why I just slightly like Smith and Jigba better, but it's not by a significant margin. They're they're different. They're different. They're tough to compare. <clears throat> like I think that I think Butte could play Z. I think he could play inside the mm. slot a little bit. I think he could play a little bit of X too. Like that's not where you want him full time. But I think Smith and Jigba is just kind of a pure slot type, right? So 
I always value guys that I think can do multiple things over a guy that's just a one-trick pony type of guy. So I think that's where I see Butte. I, I think that he can be short the intermediate separator, different than a guy like a Jackson Smith and Jigba, but can fulfill a role in that department. And I think that he has just more vertical ability too, and I think he's springier. I think he can win at the catch point a little bit because I think he just has kind of that elevation and physicality to his game a little more than Smith and Jigba. That's just why I value him a little more. I think he has a little more versatility to play at multiple spots. He, he's also more thickly built too, which is, yes. is very, very noticeable on tape that he's got a really good frame. But the, the only thing that's really tough with him, and I, I hate playing the injury card, but like he's had two injuries. He's had he's coming off of yeah. foot ankle surgery. It's one of the two that Something which like is that, yeah. tough for receivers. Like that was the other thing that I, I was kind of taking into, into account mm-hmm. where he hasn't played a full season. He hasn't really been entirely available. He also, I don't think, has been practicing in the spring. So, like, he could come in, and Brian Kelly already hasn't really been speaking too highly on him, which I was trying to track down the injury information and found an article where Brian Kelly was publicly speaking negatively about Butte. Shocker. Um, right. I know, shocker. The mature thing for, for Brian Kelly to do. But it, it, there's a possibility maybe he doesn't really get into rhythm early on. It does help that he's going to have Jaden Daniels throwing to him instead of Max Johnson of all people. <laughs> That's your boy, man. Max Johnson. I didn't mind Max Johnson. I I just you know he's on the he's special. fine for what he is. Yeah, he's fine. He's a I good like college Tane. quarterback. I like Tane's King better than I like Max Johnson, but I don't think Max Johnson should have transferred to Texas A and M. I think he should have gone somewhere where he was going to play. Yeah, I, I I think the one thing that we can't undersell Joe is that LSU has done a really good job of producing wide receivers, right? And we fall into the victim of helmet scouting sometimes negatively where we're like, oh, man, this Ohio State quarterback hasn't been good, so no Ohio State quarterback can ever be good. But I think there is something to say that Keyshawn Butte is a really talented player, near 100 yards a game, nine touchdowns in only six games last year, was a five-star caliber recruit. Like, there's a lot going for him in his profile, right? And I, I think that there's – I think there's more to be – had there like I don't think he's a finished product by any sense but there's there's athleticism there to, to to work with I I wouldn't be surprised if he's a clear first rounder by the time we get to the draft next year I, I think that that talent is there and I, I I one thing I liked about him too is mm-hmm. I thought everything he did was I think I think he plays with high conviction so I mean everything I felt was really competitive with him right like getting it out of breaks was competitive winning at the catch point was competitive I thought he had good hands like he was he seems like more of a that dog mentality which I think can kind of be oversold a little bit but like he seems like he's got a little more of that alpha to him as far as wanting to be the main receiver for a team and hopefully he does step up and and have a, a strong year bouncing back from that injury uh cuz you know more injuries obviously that that's going to negatively impact his draft stock folks that's going to be it from us on today's show we're going to do another wide receiver pairing coming up next we'll also be dropping another interview this week which should be a clark phillips interview which was recorded during the draft cycle for 2022 so it's a little bit older but still a fantastic conversation that ryan had with him uh so be on the lookout for that Thanks for tuning in, folks. Hit that subscribe button at Joe DeLeon, at Rising Draft, and at NFL Prospects Pop.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.